Hello, you're listening to a sermon provided by the First Presbyterian Church of Mayopac. We worship on Sundays at 10 a.m., and you can watch us live either on Facebook or YouTube. And if you're in the area, there's always a seat saved for you. We hope that this message encourages you to continue growing in humility and faith. Thanks for listening. Our second reading of scripture this morning comes to us from the book of John, the gospel according to John, chapter 15, verses 9 to 17. And again, I would normally say if you're at home, you can follow along in your Bible, but it's right here on the bulletin for you as well, if you would like to follow along. So hear now these words of Holy Scripture. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments, and abide in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be complete. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this than to lay down one's life for one's friend. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer because the servant does not know what the master is doing, but I have called you friends because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my Father. You did not choose me, but I choose you, and I appoint you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last so that the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. I am giving you these commands so that you may love one another. This is the word of the Lord. I've been here for a couple years now. Can't believe that much time has gone by already. In a good way, believe me. But in these couple years, you probably know that there's certain patterns I have in regards to what I preach about. You probably know that I don't really cater messages to holidays that fall outside of Easter and Christmas. (laughs) I don't usually touch much on things like Father's Day or Mother's Day. I'll mention them, but I don't usually dedicate a whole sermon to it. Today is one of those days, though, where our text seems to fit, or it seems fitting at the very least, for those who we said before are celebrating or remembering those who they consider beloved mother-like figures. Like many of those notable people in our lives, the passage today reminds us that love from those people we hold close to our hearts, that the love we receive from God is not something that we earn by the merit of our work but it is something that we receive freely 
And that should then inspire us to respond. It is a type of love that goes beyond personal affection and enters the realm of a state of being. It's love that we know will always be present with us even when our human relationships don't always turn out the way we want them to go. And Jesus tells his disciples to continue in this state of love that Christ himself modeled. Love that we similarly witness in those we hold close to us, those who we either call a mother or a guardian or someone who we hold close as a parent. How might you then, or how are you, tapping into that wellspring of love? And as we spend some time in reflection, how might you spread that love of God that God has so deeply embedded within all of our hearts? Jesus begins to answer these questions for us by offering a place of rest, like any good parent or guardian or friend would do for us if we were tired. Multiple times in this passage, Jesus tells the disciples to meno, which is Greek. Greek meaning to dwell, to make a home. To make a home in Christ's love. A love which is just as large as the Father's love for Christ. Jesus is asking us to make a home in that love. A home that is built and founded on a wellspring of life that does not dry up. It is a source of hope. It's a source of encouragement that should seriously give us pause to be in awe of what we are standing in the presence of. And we should appreciate the fact that no matter what happens, no matter what happens in life or what we may be feeling, Christ offers up this place that we can always call home. And it's not only a place to call home. As I said before, Jesus also, in a way, tells us to relax. To relax. This same Greek word Jesus uses, which in English we hear as being abide, abide in, it's often associated with other phrases in the New Testament that are used with things like having a meal together with one another, eating, drinking, relaxing. Jesus tells us to stop for a moment, to take a breath, because we can relax in the promise of eternal love 
that is with us. And it remains a place for us to fill up our small containers. Uh, if, if I can make my coffee cup bigger, I would, believe me. But it is a place where we can take our small containers and fill them up with love as we go out into the world around us. Go out and scatter that love. So it's a cycle of returning home, filling up our cup, our small container, and going out and scattering that love. Because it's a well that never runs dry. We need to know it runs deep because this home is not only a place where we fill our tiny containers up with love, but it is the source of all love that we are called to bring out into the world. A world that is starving for love. In his commentary on the Gospel of John, Frederick Bruner writes this, that out of this huge well of divine love, we can draw the love we need. That we can draw the love we need as we move out with our much tinier containers into a love-starved world. That's a key phrase, a love-starved world. Not a world devoid of love, right? Because that means something completely different. That means there was no love to begin with. But a world starved for love. And wow, doesn't it feel like we are starving for love? Because the world is starving for love. We are starving for something to fill our hearts. Right here, right now, I imagine that there are people sitting here in person or at home who feel like they are yearning for love. And I get that. I think we all could get that. Because there's a lot that makes it feel like we're starved for love. Because let me tell you, people are difficult. Right? You, yeah, yeah, right? We might love one another. We might be friends with people. But even our friends and family, we know that people can be difficult. Putting up with others can be difficult. It can be challenging. And depending on where you are on a particular day, you may not even feel like love is there to begin with. Believe me, I know. I've seen enough firsthand, and I've heard enough firsthand accounts of suffering, of pain, that have on some occasions made me just want to throw in the towel and do something else with my life, to do something regular, something that's just a nine-to-five job and at the end of the day call it quits. I don't have to think about anything else, right? 
I don't bring work home with me. I know, you, I know I, you, you get it. There's something appealing to that. I'm up here, though, so you know I have not done that, though. <laughs> because like you, or perhaps what I'm asking us to do this day is something I've done, which is that in those times where it feels hard, maybe it feels impossible to connect with that love, that home Christ has prepared, I find myself going back to this scripture passage and hearing from it the two fundamental commandments that help me, help us continue living a life and living in a home of love. The first of these commandments is that Jesus asks us to trust. Asks us to trust in God. In the home of divine love, we're invited to take a breath. Not just the normal breaths we take, but a deep one and to let it out. We are asked to trust that this divine love is restorative, that it is something that can restore our hearts, our souls, a love that's modeled by Jesus' care for us, such as when he washed the disciples' feet. Secondly, we're asked in this command we find this morning to have a heart. Not a biological heart. I imagine most of us have one of those. But I'm talking about an empathetic, a feeling heart. This heart is meant for others. It's designed to be the channel that scatters God's love to those around us. It's that vessel that we continually fill as we go home to abide in God's love, to relax in God's love. It's the channel then that is the place where we outpour that love as we go out into the world. Following these commandments is a balancing act, that's for sure. We can overcompensate on one end or the other as we try to learn to go back and forth between them. But if we follow, if we trust these commandments, we learn that they comprise a real act of love. Because love isn't an easy practice. It's a daily balancing act. Yet one that leads us into a more profound sense of what it means to be one person who belongs to a much larger community. So friends, on this day, may we breathe 
take a deep breath in and let it out. May we breathe and relax in the home God has prepared for us, a home of love. May we tap into the never-ending wellspring of love when you're weary or tired. Breathe in that love, and when you let it go, let it be transformed into acts of love. As best as we can possibly do. Christ kept God's commandments, went to the cross, rose from the dead, and did the crucial redemptive work to free us up to do this crucial part of ministry of loving one another as God loves us. Trust that this home God has created for you can draw what your hearts need this day as you breathe in and cultivate a heart that feels and acts for others as you breathe out. And before we close, I would like to leave you with this quote That's a reminder of how Jesus modeled this love for us. In a homily by the early, very early, Pope Gregory I, who said this, that the highest, the only proof of love is to love one another, as did truth himself, who while he suffered on the cross showed his love for his prosecutors, for others, by praying, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Friends, let us breathe in, breathe out, as we are filled with the love of God. Amen. Thanks again for listening, and we will hold you in prayer as we head into a new week. If you'd like to learn more about our church and ministry, or if you'd like to learn how you can support us, you can visit our website at mayopacchurch.org. Until next week, God bless.